Welcome to Life Uplifted, a podcast for joy-seeking humans who want to feel more energized and empowered in their lives. In this space, you will receive insights, knowledge, and inspiration to guide you to becoming your healthiest and most uplifted self in body, mind, and soul. I'm your host, Lauren Venasta. I'm also a mother, entrepreneur, clinical nutritionist, chef, writer, and I believe in uplifting others. It's time to reclaim your energy and well-being because you're not here to feel depleted. You're here to live a life uplifted. In today's episode, I'm chatting with Ariana Carthen. Ariana is the founder of Tell em Joy Sent You, where she brings joy to tiny and big humans through movement and affirmations. She is an energetic ball of joy, which is perfect in her job as a school counselor working with tiny humans who have big feelings and big personalities. She transforms at night into your favorite 90s background dancer and soca artist, teaching dance fitness classes. Ariana loves that she can spread her joy to all ages and allow them space to feel good. If you didn't know this about me, I grew up as a competitive dancer and danced through college as well, and then went on to teaching after that. Dance and movement has brought so much joy to my life, and I've seen it bring joy to people of all ages in so many different ways. Movement is not only good for your mental and emotional well-being, but also physically. Your lymphatic system needs movement to properly detox, and so many lives have become sedentary lately. So I totally admire those who help get people moving. So I'm honored and grateful to bring Ariana on the show today and share her journey and how you can use movement in your life to live joyfully. Hey, Ariana. I'm so excited. And thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show today because your energy is just like, it fits right in with this podcast, Life Uplifted, because you're just like always so energetic and so joyful all the time. I love it. Okay. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. So can you start us off by telling us just about your journey with movement and how you came into the role of bringing joy to others through movement? So I have been dancing since I was seven and I got the joy just from being on stage, Um, being on stage with the costumes and the different makeup and the moves, like everything had its own mood and its own feeling. And Mm -hmm. I liked that I was able to express myself in the different genres of dance and the different costumes. So being able to do all of that, I'm transferring it into my fitness classes and when I work with kids because I want them to see all of the different ways I'm able to express myself through my body, through my outfits, through how just my energy. So I want them to be able to feel that joy. Yeah, for sure. And tell us how you work with kids because I know you're a school counselor, but tell me how yes. you how you do movement with your kids and in your business. Just tell us more about that in general. Yes. So as a school counselor, we do have to tap into their big feelings and help them figure out coping strategies. So I try to add movement there because they're using their bodies when they're upset. They're using their bodies when they're feeling sad. So 
finding a move to be able to do that, to remind them where to be calm. And currently in my business, which is Tell Them Joy Sent You, which is where I bring joy to both big and tiny humans through movement and affirmations. So with my little humans, I am hoping to create my program that will allow them to use mantras like I am enough and use movement combining that to help remind them like, I am enough. I'm good enough to be here. I can be as creative as I want to be. So the movement and the mantra together, I feel like it will stick with them for a long time. Mm -hmm. Isn't there something like scientifically proven about associating a movement with a feeling? Like, isn't, isn't there something about that? Have you heard about that? I have heard about it. And I feel like be, if depending on like your intelligence, like the whole multiple intelligences, and if you're like a kinesthetic learner, that I feel like all of those things blend together when you're attaching the movement to a feeling. It's like, oh, okay, I get what this is coming from. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And what have you seen movement do for people? Like, how have you seen it in not only like as a school counselor with the kids, but also like in the fitness classes you teach, like how have you seen people, their moods transform from before they started moving and then after, even just like for 20 minutes? So now since we are in this Zoom world during the pandemic, um, it's really cool to see like no cameras. So at first it's very weird. You're teaching the class and everything is just black and you just see their name or their profile picture. And then eventually you start to see one camera pop on and it might be because that's their favorite song and they know the moves really well. So they're coming on and they're like, oh my gosh, and they turn their camera on. Or they're realizing like, wow, this isn't that hard. And they see other people getting excited. So I feel like it's an energy when they're in a group with other people and they're like, wow, that person is doing it. I can do it too. And then also as they gain confidence in the moves. And sometimes if they're not even confident in their movement, just watching other people move and maybe they're busy and they're cooking, they're having fun. So just the music, the vibes, the movement, it helps to bring that joy out of them. Yeah. And I think there's something there when you see someone else really enjoying themselves and having fun and feeling good, it, it makes you feel that way too. And the energy is just, it's so much easier to do it when you're surrounded by other people doing it than just by yourself. Yes. Especially that's why each time when I come to class, I am like, I transform into like a different person. So when I'm doing my 90s classes, I transform into whoever the artist might be. So if it's Britney Spears, I'm wearing my little outfit and I want them to see that and be like, wow, okay, maybe next class, I'm gonna try to put a little outfit together and <laughs> let's see if everybody else is gonna do the same thing and we'll just have our own little vibe going. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. I think it's so important to just really like, kind of just let yourself feel it and get outside of like who you think you are and just let yourself step into like this different version of yourself. Uh, I just, yes. I think it's so fun. Yes. And it's so many different ways to express yourself in movement. Cause people always say, Oh, I have two left feet. And it's like, mm -hmm. all right, when you get there, you'll see what happens. And if you move your body or if you like the song, you could sing. So there's so many different areas you can go to express yourself. Totally. 
And do you ever have days where you're just like so unmotivated and like, I do not want to move today. Like, I just want to lay on my couch. Like, how do you, how do you deal with those days and how do you find, or maybe you don't find it. Maybe you just do it like the motivation, because I mean, I guess just tell me about how that goes for you and how you also coach other people to just like get up and get moving regardless of how you feel. Yes. So I definitely have my days. Um, and for me, especially like before classes, because sometimes I might have been just lounging around and then I'm like, oh, man, six o'clock is about to come. So for me, it's like I know I have a class. I know people are coming to show up for me. So I just start playing my playlist. I play all of my songs. I start figuring out what my outfit's going to be. And that really energizes me. So like in the moment, knowing people are showing up for me, I'm like, okay, I need to get it together. So a lot of times in talking to people, there's so many people that are showing up for them, whether it be your kids or your coworkers or people, not to say that you just like forget yourself and how you feel. But if you know that you have to get something done and people are waiting for it and they need that energy from you, I feel like that helps to motivate yourself to be like, I'm not just here for myself. I'm here for somebody else who's going to need it and it might change their mood for today. And that's like really good. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. And then what about times where like maybe you don't have a class or mm -hmm. you don't have to show up for someone else, but you know it's something that you need to do for yourself? Do you ever just like put on music and like dance in your kitchen or like do you, do you just have <laughs> dance parties every day? Like, I'm so curious. So I definitely do have dance parties. Um, I have dance parties in the shower. I do have dance. Well, cooking is something that I'm not a fan of and I'm trying to become a fan of. Uh -huh. So I try to incorporate the joy of music and movement while I'm cooking to make myself feel better. Um, so I feel like I put it in different areas to help me. But there are days where it's just like, what am I doing? But move, like music alone helps me. And sometimes because I'm so high energy and I want to just like bounce around, I'll put on something slow and just try to see where that takes me. Because sometimes mm -hmm. bouncing off the wall isn't always good. <laughs> so you need like something a little bit slower to kind of like ease you into the day and what's happening. Yeah. And so I don't know if you notice this too, but sometimes like the slower movement in songs really helps me like feel emotions that aren't like the joy and the happiness and like kind of working through some like tougher emotions. Do you find like it very therapeutic when you kind of slow down and just like let your body feel movements rather than trying to like force the energy? Yes, it definitely does change like the mood and the feelings in you. Um, Cause I know the feelings I get when I listen to nineties music and I listen to Caribbean music, but if I was to put on like my favorite gospel songs, if I was to put on like my slow R&B jams, like I definitely, it taps me into another space of maybe when I was younger and I was doing something or a feeling that I might have had in a past relationship. And so however I'm feeling and moving with that, I'm like, okay, this is different. And I can kind of explore where my head is and get into that. Totally. And do you support like in your, in your school, do you support your kids through those types of emotions as well through movement? Um, 
I guess my question is, do you use movement to support and work through all emotions or is it mostly just like, let's get out of our bad emotions and into good emotions? You know what I mean? Yes. So, okay. So say maybe I get called to a classroom because a kid is having a moment. So usually people always think you're going to walk in there and you're going to go, what are you doing? Get off the floor. But it's not helping anybody because (laughs) they're in a moment and you yelling and screaming isn't going to help. So sometimes it all depends on my mood too. Like I'll walk in the room and just be like, what's going on? And I'll like do a move. And some, for some kids, they'll look at me like, what's she doing? And they'll try (laughs) to match what I'm doing. And then I'm able to like get them out of the room and figure out what's going on. So sometimes I use the movement to get them out of the funk to at least move out of a space so we can have a conversation or in the actual session, I'll try to do like, some simple movements to kind of help them get out of their silence. Cause I little ones, um, a lot of times when they're upset, it's just tears and no talking. Mm -hmm. So I'll do movements in front of them and just kind of have them mirror me. And then it's like, then after that, it's an option. Do you want to keep moving? Do you want to write? Do you want to talk now? So I always like to throw movement in there as an option because I know it's my main thing. And I know for them, they have different things that they like to do that helps them express themselves. So I just put it in there. And so it's like something else for their toolbox. Totally. And I have a lot of moms that listen to this podcast as well. So I think it's also really helpful just in parenting and every day to utilize yes. movement and music. And I do it myself just because like I'm, I grew up a dancer as well. So like I naturally just mm-hmm. gravitate towards it for my daughter, but I I feel like incorporating what you do with your, your school kids and in your work would just be so helpful for parents in general to help not only just like relate to what their kid is feeling, but give them a different type of like regulation for their emotions. You know, it's, yes. I think it's awesome. I agree, especially just in like different levels of your body, you know, like a lot of times we'll talk to the kids when they're sad, if they notice that their bodies are slumped over or they're a little bit lower than usual. And if Mm -hmm. you're, if you want to feel better, because a lot of them are like, I don't want to be sad all day. So it's like, okay, so how do we change at least the way we're sitting? Maybe we can't change your feeling completely right now, but let's change the way you're sitting and see if that brings a different energy to you, you know? So even with Mm -hmm. music, you can practice those levels like low and high and help them really match. Like, what am I feeling right now? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And I also wanted to rewind real quick to you saying you don't like to cook and you're using music in the kitchen. (laughs) I think that's amazing. I I always encourage that because when you can bring something you enjoy doing into something you don't necessarily enjoy doing, it kind of like ties it in and neutralizes it, you know? So Yeah. Find ways that you can dance while you cook because (laughs) then it'll be fun for you. And cooking is always a good thing. Obviously coming from me, I'm going to say that, but (laughs) yes, listen, I understand. I I'm trying to one, it helps you save money. And two, I'm sure there's more healthier options in the house than there is to be outside. So why not take what I have? I have the music here. I have the food here. Let's get cooking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the affirmation part of what you do. Can you explain a little bit how you use those? I know you said you use it like with the movement, but what 
how do you coach people through like using affirmations or recommending different affirmations or mantras? Like, can you walk us through that a little bit? Yes. So if, so say like I, the main one, which is going to be like one of my first lessons with my kitties is I am enough. So it's really just first thinking about what is that? What does it mean to be enough? And a lot of times we will think about the negative parts of it. So I'm enough. You're probably thinking in your head, like, how could I be enough? I don't have this. I don't have that. Um, I'm still working towards this. So I'm not where I want to be. I'm not the best version of myself. So once you can really tap into all the negatives after that, it's like, so now let's sit down and have a conversation about what you do have and what you are doing and how you are helping others and just helping yourself when you help yourself, how you help someone else. So it's, I like to look at the negative side first, since we're always ready to have a million of them and then (laughs) talk about the things, and then talk about the things that are, that are good, that are worth people like being around you and stuff like that to say like, what makes you enough. And then after that, it's kind of like, well, let's see, how can this stick for you? I am enough because, and so I'm enough because I wake up every day and I make sure that I drink a cup of coffee and I stretch. I am enough because, so finding your your own mantra, I guess, in I am enough. So not leaving it there, but adding on, what is it that is making you enough after figuring that out? Wow, I really like that because I I don't hear that often of like continuing it, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I hear that mantra of I am enough. And like, that's just kind of like g- very general, but I love that you like target, like, why am I enough? Because especially for like someone younger, like their minds, like they need that. Yeah. You know? And I just think that, I think that's awesome. I love that. Yes. Cause I feel like I'm going to say these mantras to them and they're going to look at me like, okay, cool. I'm enough. Um, but when they're in certain situations, it's like, remember we said you are enough because I can figure this out on my own. So it's really knowing like, what is it that's making me say this so that I could be like, okay, it's true. You know, so you don't have something to say it's false in yourself. I would just love to hear a little bit more about like your journey specifically. I know you said you grew up dancing, but like, when did you really connect the dots into adulthood of like, I need to keep moving and keep doing this? And was it something that you ever stopped doing or was it just kind of like it transitioned from doing, doing it on stage to doing it in the classroom to doing it on zoom? Like what was the journey (laughs) like for you? And did you ever, did you ever stop? I guess is my question. And yeah. Can you expand on that? So after dance school and then going into high school, I was on the dance team. And then after high school was college and I was like, how am I going to keep doing dance? And I was like, oh, electives. So I was like, let me do intro to ballet. and Let me do African dance. So I was able to keep it up there and actually get to see what it was to be on the stage. Um, I was supposed to be a dance major, um, but I realized my life didn't want that at the time, but that was the goal once upon a time. And, but one of my friends asked me to be in their thesis. So I got to like touch the stage again, like their dance thesis. And I was like, Oh, and so that was exciting. And then after that, like leaving college, 
there was a pause because it was like, okay, well now there's no like specific things in college for me to do. What am I going to do? And then I was like, all right, let me go to Ailey. So I started going to Ailey in the summers and I was taking classes. They had a showcase once. So I did an African dance showcase. So I was able to keep it up there. And then I guess through my twenties to now, it was always like a pause and on a pause and on. And then my dad was doing um, Zumba one day and I was like, oh, I could do that. I want to be an instructor. So I went and I did the whole certification thing. And then I was teaching Zumba. But then I was like, you know what? I like Caribbean music. So I think I just want to do Caribbean music. So then I left Zumba, kept on doing like my soca classes and letting people feel like Caribbean vibes all over. And then after that, like coming into now with the pandemic and everything, like I was just teaching randomly at YMCA or at a studio. And now I decided, okay, I want to also tap into like nineties music. So now I'm teaching both nineties and soca classes. So there were pauses, but something was always like pulling me back. I didn't know if it was, if I was going to keep dancing and keep being on a stage, but now with, the classes and the type of classes I'm doing, I still get to keep that flair of the costumes and the outfits Mm -hmm. and all that good stuff. Cause like nineties is a whole fashion in itself. And then, you know, being Caribbean and teaching my soca classes, I get to dress up in the costumes for the carnival for that too. So I was able to keep all the fun stuff alive in teaching it as a fitness form. Yeah. And I think that's awesome that you made it so personalized to bring you joy as well, but also then bring joy to other people. And I mean, you're kind of still on a stage, you know, you're, you're on a screen, but you're, you're (laughs) you're in front of people. So technically you're still performing, even if you're just teaching, you know what I mean? So yes, I think that's so cool. So cool. Okay. So let's remind people again, where can they find you and also how can they work with you? Ooh. So people can find me on Instagram at Ari Joy Carthen, A-R-I-J-O-Y-C-A-R-T-H-A-N. And I also have my website, which is tellemjoysentyou.com. And that's where I'm currently showing off my 90s and soca classes that I'm teaching. And soon there will be a new edition on the site called Joy Formations which will be for my tiny little ones where I'll be creating a, having a program for them to be able to move and do the mantras and really understand who they are through the movements and saying the different uh, affirmations. Awesome. So there's something for adults and kids. And then what ages are your joy formations classes going to be for? It's going to be for ages seven to nine because I really want to target my littles because I feel like there's a lot for our middle school and our teenagers. And it's like they start young. So let's Mm -hmm. try to instill it in them from now and then they'll figure it all out as they go on. (laughs) Yeah, we got to get them young so that when they grow up, they don't have all this stuff to work through. They're already doing it when they're younger. (laughs) Yes, it's not just hitting them in the face like, what? No one told me that. I can't do this. Yes. 
Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that. And I'll, for my listeners, I'll put the links to find everything in the show notes as well. So let's, let's wrap up with some rapid fire questions. If you're, if you're up for it. Of course. Okay. This one might be a tough one, but what's your favorite (laughs) song of all time to dance to and get your groove on? (laughs) Like what brings it out of you? Okay. Um, I have two. (laughs) Okay. So one for just like bursting into song in the shower anywhere. Tevin Campbell, can we talk? Can we talk for a minute? And then my other, oh, it just, it left my brain. So I guess that's fine. I have the one. <laughs> can we talk, Tevin Campbell? <laughs> okay. Oh. All right. Next question is, what is your go-to takeout meal? Oh, bad things um my go-to takeout meal is a hamburger and french fries (laughs) got it that is my go-to and then what's your favorite part about working with children oh their personalities um all of them are different and I appreciate that about them I also gravitate to the ones who are constantly moving always talking and needing of some form of attention to make you feel good because it's always like Miss Carthen how you doing Miss Carthen what you doing Miss Carthen what's up so I like those little ones so I love Mm -hmm. the personalities that they show because I want them to keep it Cause I know many a times they have to close in, but I want mm-hmm. them to keep that personality. And last question is if you could share one inspiring affirmation to someone who is feeling stuck and unmotivated, what would it be? Even in this not motivated state, continue to be you because a lot of times you will feel like, what do I need to do? And you'll look at someone else who's doing it and they're not going to be in the same space as you. So even when it's low energy, even when it's high energy, be you figure it out for you. Don't look to anyone else because it's only going to drain you more looking at someone else to find out how can I feel better. That's such good advice. It really is. Thank you. It's especially with social media. Like it's so easy to see everyone else, you know, like, yes, it's so (laughs) easy to just see what everyone else is doing. So I, I, I think that's awesome advice of just stay yourself. Do you be on your own path? I I think that's great. Yes. I, I, it's needed. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, cool. Thank you so much again for taking the time to come on and share all this value with my listeners and just share your personality. Your your joy is infectious. I love your energy so much. Thank you. And your podcast is a joy. We are uplifted here. (laughs) Yes, that's, that's the goal. We need more of it. Yes. Well, thank you again so much. All right, friend. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Life Uplifted. Hop over to the show notes for products and resources mentioned in this episode. Please leave a review, subscribe to the podcast, and share this episode with anyone in your life who would benefit from this information. If you'd like to connect over on Instagram, you can find me at Total Body Nourishment. Until next time, friend, cheers to living a life uplifted. Uplifted.